0: Today I'm speaking with Laura Henderson. Laura is a leader in every sense of the word. And when I say leader, I hope you're hearing L-E-A-D. H E R. I actually got to know Laura last year after Soul Sisters, the June event, um, which was virtual, after it had sold out, uh, we got in touch and she did a number of Soul Sisters virtual events last year where she got others, and I mean a lot of others to participate. As far as I can tell, this woman is really an incredible motivator that gets folks out, whether they're kids or grown-ups. she gets them out moving. And in today's episode, we just cover a lot of ground, but mostly I get to know a little bit more about her story, which I've been very curious about because this gal, well, she's, she's just something special and I've never even met her in person and I know she's special. So anyway, I hope you enjoy today's conversation with Laura. So hello, Laura, at Coach Laura. Where are you, girl?
1: So I'm in Leader Saskatchewan. Super excited that- to be here.
0: That's so. That's so exciting. I'm in Nova Scotia, and I'll I'll mess up. And I did this on an, one of the other podcasts. Um, I of course understand and know where you are, but I'm I'm a dual citizen. Uh, I did learn my provinces after I learned my states, and every once in a while I say Saskatoon, and I have to quickly correct myself to Saskatchewan <laughs> because I'm I'm from Nashville, Tennessee, and I think there was a country song that was all about Saskatoon. <laughs>
1: Oh, probably. Yeah, We're about three hours from there.
0: Yeah. So I think it's really cool that you live in a place called Leader because you are, oh my gosh, you're such a leader in your community. Uh, I know that we we met online. Uh, We haven't met in person yet, but we met last year because you were organizing all kinds of runs and you became a soul sister virtually. And then you must've got I don't know fifty other girls <laughs> or or twenty or some huge amount, because is your group called Soul Sisters?
1: Oh, we originally so it would be about four years this summer that I started a soul sister group here in leader, okay.
2: and so when I
1: found you last summer doing virtuals I was it was meant to be that we connected completely, totally, yeah, totally. Um, and I feel like there's there's so much of
0: your story that it seems it feels very familiar to me. Though I'm older than you, could you just give me a little, a bit of a recap? And and not that you have to make it quick, but it's like, oh hey, can you tell me your life story in a few minutes? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So <laughs> or I- your runner, your runner life, your runner life story. But you know that includes you being a mom, so all that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I grew up in Leader, and um, so I just started running in 2016. Uh, entered a couple races, five and a 10k with a friend from here, um, and and I loved it. I loved everything and everything it provided. Um, I personally was was in um, recovery from alcoholism, and I was three years in recovery when I started to run and realized that hey, this is this this is it. This is, this is how I go out and find myself and keep grounded and keep centered and, uh, keep my mental health in check. And I found that it was just, it became a huge part of my recovery. Um, Mm -hmm. it's it's so interesting that you
0: say that I I want you to keep talking, but I I was just speaking to another gal and she kept talking about how once she discovered running, that really became her addiction. You know, she was addicted to running. And without a doubt, uh, it is an addiction. It's just an addiction that happens to be a, one that's better for us. So it's, I know that I, I've read a lot of stories and it's quite common for people with addictive personalities to really do amazing in running, like oh. all the things, you know, the, the drinking to excess, well, running to excess, I mean, not to be injured, but it, it, it's, it's a healthy way of utilizing some a wiring that your brain kind of has already.
1: Oh, absolutely. And it's the I want more and uh what what can I do? Where is my limit as a as an athlete or as a as a human that, you know, we can push those limits and and surprisingly when we uh stay dedicated and consistent, it's amazing what we can do.
0: Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So so you you started run, you you found running 3 years in and and I mean, you're like the Pied Piper coach Laura. I mean, you get everyone around you running. I mean, I see I'm your Facebook friend. I see gals that look to be, you know, about your age and then a lot of kids too. So what is it that makes you really share what you found? Like, well, you more than share it. You actually actively get people out (laughs) moving.
1: What's that about? Um, I just figure everything's funner together. And, uh, and once I knew I had a passion, I w- i wanted to take everybody with me. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I totally get that. That's where I'm like, yeah, I,
0: I, I feel you. Um. So you're a mom. Uh, what, what do you have? You got a, a yes, boy, a girl?
1: Like, I've got a girl and boy twins who are six, and I have okay. a 15 year old daughter. So, so a little bit of both. Was- you know, and whoever thought teenagers and toddlers would be, uh. <laughs> Anything but boring, for sure. (laughs) Oh no, not but yeah, not boring. So, Laura, how old
0: are you? Uh, I'm 38. Oh, you're just a baby girl. Oh,
1: that's too sweet of you.
0: (laughs) Well, no, okay. So obviously, as a 50-year-old, I do think that's quite young. But what I think is super neat is um, I started running at 17. When I look back on my absolute peak, the fastest uh, times I ever, ever did um, was from 40 to 41. And that was, it it is exciting because I had been, you know, I was improving all along and I had no idea that I was going to keep getting better. So I'm looking at you at 38 and thinking, well, darling, you're, you, you're almost there. You're getting close to your best, but you're not there. So that's, oh. that's pretty neat. Um, always something to look forward to. So uh, mm-hmm. for you personally, before I switch gears, do you have any goals for this year for your running in particular? Or is it um, more just kind of getting through another pandemic year?
1: Uh no I I set a goal this year that I would do uh run a half marathon either well it's looking virtual at this point <laughs> but once a month every, well throughout the yeah. year so <laughs> okay well have you done a half marathon Laura? Yeah, so I did my first actual full marathon last uh May as a virtual year. Oh, just okay. outside of town so I ran through the closest town to the next town and all the way back with, with a best uh, running buddy of mine here. Also coach in our upcoming um, girls gone gazelle here in leader Sandy. So, so we, we tackled that one together. It was our first full marathon together. So oh, it was amazing.
0: Awesome. Okay. Well, since you mentioned Girls Gone Gazelle, that's the perfect segue. Um, Girls Gone Gazelle is a running club. I call it a confidence club that's been running in Nova Scotia um, since 2012. Uh, had a, a different iteration in 2011, but you know, officially Gazelles in 2012. And we expanded last year to go up to Cape Breton, but where you are in Leader is—I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's a three-hour uh, plane
1: ride. <laughs> well, we would love to have you, Stacey, Coach Stacey. We would love <laughs> no, to have no, you.
0: <laughs> now listen, you listen. You know, I'll come if I can. But since there's no—I mean, I don't—I don't need to be there. What I learned last year with our Cape Breton club. Is that you can train virtually and that as long as you find women that are fired up like yourself, uh, that you can, I don't need to be there, which is amazing. So we're going to have through you um, our first ever out of province Girls Gone Gazelle Club, which is so exciting. So today, after we're off the uh, podcast, we're going to go over some more details. But how many girls do you have uh, for our inaugural uh, leader, Girls Gone Gazelle?
1: yeah super excited um we have 20 that registered as of yesterday deadline yesterday at noon and we had 20 girls super excited little athletes that uh up and coming excited about uh running uh, we've got all different ones from dancers um hockey players lots of little athletes in different uh, categories there so it's going to be a lot of fun
0: Um, Laura, can you tell me a little bit about the group of gals you've gathered for Girls Gone Gazelle and, um, and when it's going to be starting and and what you'd like out of it and your coaches and just everything. Just talk to me.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, so when, when we came up with the idea and you blessed us with this opportunity, um, the girls, they were excited. So as soon as I advertised, I had mums that were jumping on board, left, right, and center. So so we ended up with 20 as of yesterday. And they're all between um, – there's a couple that are almost nine, but I'd say between nine and 12. And um, – they're all from the community here surrounding area, and we also have eight local coaches. Uh, these local coaches are all, uh, they're lifeline to me. They, they've they been with me since the beginning of the Soul Sister group I was talking about starting four years ago. Uh, they're in the community. They are the most um, compassionate, dedicated, um, amazing women who who... Literally, I, I'm in I'm in uh, conversation with them daily. So they will be amazing at um, just su- supporting these girls as they move forward to uh, become the best that they can be in this eight-week program with their running. And uh, I'm super excited to see where this takes us. Uh, we're hoping to get started uh, May 3rd, tentatively. So what we'll just have to iron out in the next little bit is kind of how we're going to do... Uh, are once a week we'll meet for an hour and uh, we'll just figure out how that's going to look here with unfortunate COVID-19 who's, yeah. who, who's kind of here to stay, it seems for a little bit longer. So uh, definitely some little details to figure out, but I have no doubt in my mind that it's going to be, even if we do virtual and, and whatnot, and it, it'll be absolutely amazing. And these girls are going to have us. Uh, I've got little goodies already ordered. Um, to add with them a little prizes along the way for our weeklies uh, that are posting and taking part. That's so brilliant, because honestly, Laura, that's
0: the thing that I just coached, Laura, excuse me. That's one of the things that I discovered. You like incentives, you know, you want, you want the little treats and your number of 20 girls is absolutely perfect. Um, I found that was, it's a big enough group that somebody's great energy is going to be infectious for practice, but it's not, and it is big, but it's not so big that they don't feel like a team because one of the neatest things about well, you're going to discover so much. But one of the neat things about a running club is you take a sport that a lot of people think of as being, you know, singular and solitary, and it's not, it's social, and especially girls and women's running. I mean, uh, it's like we go for a run, but the running is just secondary to the community and connection and all of that. And, you know, you're describing your coaches. And I just think, you know, like, flock together because you're saying how great they are. And I already know how great you are. And what a, what a, well, no, I really mean that. And what a lucky group of girls and, you know, eight coaches, it means that, you know, if somebody, if something comes up and they can't be there, then you've got plenty But it also gives these gals um, an opportunity to connect with more women and more coaches. And that's, I mean, it's a lot of coaches for 20 girls, but it's also the perfect amount. So just thinking about the gals, um, you had mentioned to me before that they kind of come from a lot of different um, sports already. You know, some are dancers, some play hockey. Do you have anybody that this is their absolute first foray into a sports team?
1: Yeah, I believe that there's a couple who who the mom was quick to say well they're not runners and i'm like oh but they'll be perfect and and uh, i think as adults that was something that where where we still struggled with that we had to be a certain a pace or we had to be as fast as as this person to be considered a runner and i i am adamant in saying if if you run you are a runner and it doesn't matter how fast you're running and 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 it's a, it is a team thing but but it's a lot about where you're at as an individual. Just enjoy it. Yeah. Just enjoy the journey and uh, don't put that pressure on yourself. I mean, it's hard not to, but um, that's, that's what we'll foster in these girls, that, that, that this is their journey and, and doing your best is enough. Yeah, it, it is. And,
0: and what's really neat is, you know, the girls who haven't ever done a sport, they're going to see themselves as an athlete for the first time. Mm-hmm. And then some of the girls that have already tried or dabbled in some other things might be like, you know what, I really like running. And, and of course, you know, and you'll tell them that running makes you better at every other sport. And then my favorite thing is just to say, and you know what, girls, Um, I started running 30 years ago and I'm still running. And, you know, as amazing as some of these team sports are, you just may not get to do them after you graduate from high school or from college, just because there's not an opportunity and running, you can always do. And, and so that's, that's a really positive. And and anyone can run. That's also my favorite thing. Not everybody can play a sport. I mean, eye hand coordination is it's a real problem and especially depending on where the girls are, you know, between eight and 12 with their, um, their development, they might be all thumbs, you know, and, and so running is just a super great thing for them. They'll discover, I mean, your hardest thing is going to be slowing them down (laughs) because they're going to want, they think, well, they think running means running fast. Um, and, and fast running is fun, so they'll run really fast, and they'll get a stitch, and then they'll walk, and then you'll have to use one of my favorite lines, which is, "This isn't walk club, this is run club." <laughs> which, PS, of course, you run and walk, but I just love saying that That's to
1: right. them. So, well, great thing, I've actually had the pleasure. Um- in the little runs that I've been doing. And last summer we grabbed some um, girls gone gazelle. Remember we did that one smaller run. So I've had the pleasure of actually doing a few little five K's with some of these girls that are going to be our up and coming gazelles, which is really cool. So, so yeah, they're hungry for it for sure.
0: That's that super exciting. And, um, and especially in the time of the pandemic, you know, having something that's new or, they're the inaugural group. So not that there's pressure, but there's an excitement because they're doing something that hasn't ever been done. Mm-hmm. And it makes them special. And who doesn't like to feel special, especially as a young girl, you know, finding your way. So that's, it's super exciting. Oh, it's and gonna be what, what a leader they have in you. Um, goodness, Laura. So I just, I find you, I find you just very inspirational. And I do wish you were in Nova Scotia, but I guess you're where you need to be.
1: Um, pandemic is over coach Stacey. I'm coming for you. (laughs) I'm I'm coming coming for you. So you got, you got
0: a really late start. Um, well, not really late, but if you were, you know, 34 years old when you discovered running, um, what would you say to a young girl or a mom of a young girl to encourage them to, you know, to consider a ro- running program and, and you know, not that they have to do Girls Gone Gazelle, but there are an awful lot of these couch to five k programs. But I think sometimes I, well, I know I hear that they they're not an expert or they don't know where to start. What what would you say to get a girl or a mom going? Because I know you're saying it to somebody because you're getting these folks. Well, um, I would say, would your I
1: would say if you can't believe in yourself yet i believe in you and uh the biggest thing is is just show up for yourself it doesn't matter if you you know can get out of the house for a kilometer that's great and and just keep showing up for yourself because the benefits are just amazing and and there's an amazing community out there waiting that runners are always excited when somebody wants to run (laughs) when there's a new one coming it's, it's excitement for anyone who runs so uh yeah. Just believe in yourself. I think that, uh, the, the best thing about you it is know, you just need a pair of shoes, right? You need to get out the door and a pair of shoes and that's all it takes.
0: Well, you know, there are two things you need the pair of shoes and you need a good bra depending on oh. where, you know, where you are in your size, but, but other than that, um, not your size, but your age. Um, but, and the thing I would say, you you know, when you, everything you said is so true. But even as you talk, I can hear and I can feel the confidence that you have. And I know for a fact that comes from doing hard things and running is hard. Yeah. My favorite time to run is actually when I'm done running. Um, that's the best. Yeah. I love the feeling, but during is not always great. But you said something in the very beginning that it just, it, I caught it and I thought, that's it. That's why she's a perfect coach. You said, even if you don't believe in you, I believe in you and and I know that to be true, coach Laura and I know that of all the coaches you're going to have um, sometimes we we can believe in others sincerely authentically one hundred percent in a way that we can't believe in ourselves and I just think um, wow the the energy and what you're going to give to the girls around you and I, and I hope that folks that that aren't around you know Dartmouth Nova Scotia or leader um are able to find folks like you and like me, because we know what women can do when they don't always know it. So we we talked about something and that, I just think that's a perfect in, introduction to the fact that all the gazelles and I hope all your soul sisters going forward only address you as Coach Laura, because the minute somebody uh, calls their coach a coach, it's it's a mind shift. They have to start thinking that thinking of themselves as runners and athletes, um, you know, even if that's a little bit uncomfortable, because once you see yourself like that, all your choices, all your decisions after are different and they're more empowered. And it's a it's a good feeling to have a coach. I so, love
1: I love yeah. when you introduce that, um that that to me, I just I loved it because it it's so true. And instantly, even in myself, when you said that to me, I was like. There is a there's a confidence that comes with that, right? And and it's gonna be the same with these girls. And that's the one of the hugest things that builds from running and getting together and is is the confidence, right? At any age it is definitely some could use a little more of.
0: Even, you know, because I'm 50 now, I'm so daggum confident that I will tell you you all my accomplishments. I'll tell you all my race times and I'll quote Muhammad Ali. And he said, it ain't bragging if it's true. And that's how I feel. But you know what? When I was 17, I wasn't running up to people and telling them what my 5K time was or that I could run 5K. You know, you almost forget the older you get how how confidence is something that is gained over time Mm.
2: and your girls,
0: your gazelles are going to get it. They're going to gain it over eight weeks, but it's just going to keep building up and building up throughout their lives. But you know, they're kids and you have to teach kids things. They don't just, they're not born knowing things. And so you teach them about confidence. And that's, that's why I love to call girls gone gazelle, a confidence club. And I love our tagline. I don't chase boys. I pass them.
1: I mean, oh, yeah, we I don't, that. we don't
0: celebrate, we don't celebrate speed. So we're more like if they're running the way I want, they're running like turtles because I want them to be able to cover 5k. I don't want them sprinting and dying. We're still saying, I don't chase boys. I pass them, even though we're going a slower pace, it has nothing to do with speed and everything with what you think about
1: yourself. Absolutely. So, um, I love it. I love everything that you're doing coach Stacy. I just, yeah, it, it, it it's amazing. It's an amazing community and showing up for ourselves and teaching. But there is, they can do hard things, you know, they were, they were made to do the hard things and they're, they're more than capable to do anything that they want to be consistent and and practice that. Totally. I totally agree. So, I would
0: just say to anybody that's listening to this, if, you, um, if you're if you a runner and you're confident enough to run and reach out to me, that uh, I'm all over social media, my emails everywhere, uh, please reach out to me because we want more girls being gazelles, you know, uh, Coach Dana showed us, Coach Shayna and Coach Glenna showed us it could happen. Coach Laura is about, literally about, about to hit a home run. I'm gonna use all my different sports analogies, yes I am um and we're going to share it all on social media so we want everyone to see um coach Laura i'm so excited we'll definitely have a podcast talking about once it's all over but i just i wanted i wanted to talk to you for a few minutes and and let all the soul sisters know a little bit more about you uh if there's anything you want to tell them you feel free otherwise i'm going to let you get back to your day okay
1: no that's the i think that we covered some amazing ground I, we got on here which was already <laughs> amazing episode. So, so we only soared after that so this is great i appreciate the connection and i look forward to this journey with you
0: what follows is a conversation that i had with coach dana who is the leader the woman who got girls gone gazelle to come to cape breton nova scotia and this was actually our second conversation of the day and it went really well um it's not super long but I wanted you to hear it, and then the second conversation is pieced together, cobbled together, from quite a few different attempts at a conversation um, that we initially had in a more rural part of Cape Breton where the Wi-Fi kept coming in and out. So first conversation is really clear. The second one is, well, it's not. It's clear enough because I edited it. Um, It repeats a little bit, but it also includes some new information. So I wanted to use both of these conversations and I hope you don't mind. I think it's worth listening to both. Um, You'll get a lot out of hearing what coach dana has to say hey dana hi stacy how are you so i wanted to ask you this year with um girls gone gazelle you you and glenna coach glenna started the first girls gone gazelle chapter in cape breton um do you have ideas for like do you want to do that again this year and what are you looking forward to if we're able to do it um and if you could talk to me a little bit about last year, what motivated you to bring uh, this confidence club to your community?
2: I, yes, absolutely. Um, I'll start with saying 1,000% yes. We are all in for 2021 and whatever that's going to look like, whether it's virtual in person, a combination of both, if it's in the fall, we are 1,000% in because it was so successful last year. And just to backtrack a little bit, um, even though I've been running around Nova Scotia for the better part of 17 years I had never done any Soul Sisters races and 2019 June 2019 was my first Soul Sisters experience and when those little gazelles lined up and you kind of introduced them and you talked about what what the gazelles were all about I having an eight-year-old and five-year-old daughter home at the time thought this is absolutely what I need to do I'm I want to get involved. I knew I had to set my sights on getting in touch with you, even though I didn't know you at all. And through the social media world that we live in now, I was able to connect with you, just kind of fire you a message and say, hey, I'm in Cape Breton. I want to do this. What do you think? And you came back with the best answer that I could have possibly expected. And it was absolutely let's talk. And then it kind of it went from there. It
0: just, it blew me away because your, your energy was so obvious and authentic. And, you know, when you say that about the marathon planning it, I obviously know that you are a planner. You don't do anything. (laughs) Um, I, I don't, you know, I don't even know you outside of running, but I know you don't do anything just halfway, um, so you know we had a pretty good conversation, and yeah. you know I thought, wow, this this woman's really going to make it happen. But there've been so many conversations with so many different leaders around um, Nova Scotia and even outside of the province that I just I didn't want to get excited. But you had you had it all, <laughs> and I told you it was like, don't break my heart, please. Know. You know, think about this. Go off, think about it, see if you can find your assistant coaches, and then let me know. And I- and then you were all all in you are
2: and um, I think I remember you saying verbatim you know so many so many women have wanted to do this and wanted to get it off the ground and it just never works out and in the back of my mind I was thinking oh she doesn't know me
1: <laughs> I clearly,
0: clearly coach Dana right. I know right. mm-hmm. um so in- the, the thing that I thought was so neat is we both were excited about your community having girls and and the, just to to say Girls Gone Gazelle, our tagline, of course, is I don't chase boys, I pass them, which you and I both, you know, everyone associated with gazelles believes in that and especially the young girls. Um, so it was, it was super exciting that we were going to bring this to your community. And by we, I mean you, um, <laughs> you and, and all of your energy. And then we got hit with the pandemic. Yeah. And it was, well, what the heck, how's this going to work? And, you know, I think probably the number one word that was used last year was pivot. Um, And I'm not going to be original. I'm going to use it again. We all had to pivot. And your pivot was you already had the girls. You'd found them, their parents. And um, so, you know what, actually, I'm going to back up. Well, I'll just say you were able to do a lot with the Facebook group, but How did you find the girls? How were you able to even get the word out that you wanted to coach um, young girls?
2: So uh, my daughter, um, who was nine at the time, was playing on an all-girls hockey team. So I pretty much had 16 girls ready to go right there. Um, Every mom that I spoke to in the stands, kind of just word of mouth, talking about this Girls Gone Gazelle idea. It just, uh, I barely even had to plant a seed because as soon as you mentioned Girls running group, you know, were positivity, confidence, everybody was in. Yeah. Everybody was in 100%. And it just, it did spread like wildfire. We put a few things out on Facebook and, you know, social media is the world that we live in now. And it just, it caught on really, really quick. And we had a lot of people who were very excited and who were 100% on board and ready to do this. And as you said, the pandemic hit and, We pivoted and everybody followed, Uh, you know, I was, I was worried that we might lose, lose a few or that, you know, they wouldn't be able to do it on their own. And everybody stepped up to the plate, every parent, every brother, every sister, every dad stepped up to the plate and helped these girls tackle their goal. And it was amazing to be a part of. It was really awesome. Yeah. And
0: I, I really couldn't wait to see the weekly photos, but it's interesting because we've always been all girls, all women. And I really loved seeing the, the sisters and brothers running together and the fathers and daughters. And, you know, that was really a bonus because our normal girls gone gazelle, just there wouldn't have been a place for that. So I was like, wow, this is, this is really neat. And and while I really want in-person training, um, you know, later this summer and this fall, I think it did show me that there should be a virtual option because um, there are a lot of folks that want to run with the girls and it's, it's pretty neat. So, yes, I like the fact, fact that we found there you could do this virtually. And I guess, you know, hockey would have been pretty hard to do um, when everything got shut down. But running, I've always made the argument that running is the simplest or, or easiest of sports. It really, it, it proved that Absolutely. during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, I'm just curious, uh, outside of gazelles, how was your running last year? And, and I don't mean this year, <laughs> I very much mean... 2020. Yeah.
2: So you know what, it was a really interesting year for me. And I think it was a big shift in my running, because we were home and we had time to focus on ourselves a little bit more than we're used to. I have three kids, we have a busy, busy life. And life really slowed down. And it actually allowed me to blossom into the runner I've always really wanted to be. I was very, dedicated and disciplined and I had the time to put aside to focus on my running probably more than ever and I've I'm really proud to say that I've had a solid year of really really good consistent running and um, I attribute that to the pandemic and to the circumstances of being home and um, so I'm really I'm really proud of that and I'm really happy about that.
0: That is, that is so awesome to hear because you're about to do a marathon and you've got your base and, and I, you know, we've, we've already spoken a few times a day that didn't work out. So the, the current recording is really good, but the folks listening don't know when you say you've got three kids, what are their ages, Dana?
2: So my youngest daughter is seven and my next daughter is 10 and my son is 12. So we are busy.
0: <laughs> so, yes, you are busy and you work full time yeah. as a vice principal. I mean, and if you're leading Girls Gone Gazelle, I'm pretty sure you're leading a bunch of other things in your community. So yeah. that famous saying, if you want to get something done, you ask a busy person. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I know you're busy, but you're, you're so positive. I, I'm so excited about, about your race. You know there are people that listen to the podcast that are not in Nova Scotia, so it's like oh exotic Cape Breton, which it is a beautiful place. How long have you lived there? I am in Long
2: Point, Cape Breton, and um, <laughs> I we moved here ten years ago, and my husband is from Cape Breton. I'm not from here, so we've we've lived here for ten years now. I guess eleven. Uh, we're we're 2021, 20, so yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you know, I, I like to make the joke math is hard. I won't even make that. Pandemic math is especially hard. Yes. I find.
2: We all lost a year there somewhere, somehow. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so, um,
0: okay. So you're in Cape Breton. Uh, I just called you Coach Dana. We'll get to that. Who are you? Uh, and, you know, I, like, are you a runner? Are you a mom? Are you a coach? Uh, who are you? So
2: I i am a mom. I I have three kids, ages 7, 10, and 12. Um, I am a wife. My husband and I have been together for 21 years, and wow. I yeah I'm and we actually met in Cape Breton, so that's that's what brought us back here. And I'm also uh, I'm a runner for sure. Um, I'm a, I'm a vice principal at our local school here, so very involved in the community. And um, yeah, I guess that sums me up.
0: Yeah, I can't believe how how busy. Dana, you must be uh, with three kids, with your job, and yet you um, you were involved in Girls Gone Gazelle last year. So can you just remind me how that came about, um, how yeah. Kate Britton got a, a chapter of Girls Gone Gazelle? And, and we'll,
2: we'll drill down into that a little bit. You started the race with these gazelles and I was completely inspired. I had a, an eight-year-old daughter and a five-year-old daughter at home and I watched these girls hit the start line with all these hundreds of women around them and these hundreds of runners. And they took off. And I said, I was just inspired and I had a moment of clarity. And I said, I, I need to be involved with that. And I need to do that. So I reached out to you in August of 2019. So about two months after the race. And I, I proposed this idea of having a chapter here in Cape Breton of Girls Gone Gazelle and wanting to get on board and wanting to get involved for our local community and you responded back with the best answer I could have hoped for was I'm all in, I'm interested, let's, let's talk. So that's how <laughs> you and I connected. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And what I, what I remember saying is like sort of, you know, well, I don't remember the exact words, but it was like, don't break my heart because so I have these calls over the last nine years, I've had these calls repeatedly and I get excited. And then um, for whatever reason, it just never happens. Yeah. But you were like, you know, if, if, if I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And, and you were truly tested because (laughs) we had such an amazing idea of, of bringing this, you know, to Cape Breton, which, which, you know, you were able to pull off, but, um, we made all of our plans and then, I don't know, maybe a month later, uh, or, or that month, the pandemic hit and it was like, okay, well, what, what do we do? And yeah. I don't know. I can't remember. Did were your kids? And by your kids, I, I do mean your own kids, but I also mean your, mean your school. Were they actually in school? Um, how did that work?
2: No. For, so from March March 13th is when we went on March break, and then none of us went back to school. <laughs> Nobody went back to school. So we were okay. we were out of school. We were kind of stuck here at home. Um, yeah, and you're and you're right. We 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 were faced with this even bigger challenge of how are we going to make this work and how are we going to get through this pandemic? And we had so much momentum leading up to March with the girls gone gazelle and the talk in the community and, and the girls were really excited. I had, I think I already had a list of 20 or 30 girls that were willing and ready to sign up. And then, um, and then kind of the world fell apart a little bit.
0: So I, I, I'm assuming because you had so many girls that you got excited, um, And because we didn't know what, you know, how to behave in a pandemic, you were able to keep those girls engaged enough to train on their own. How do you think, how do you think you managed that looking back or what do you think it was? Because um, the girls really, they were on their own. They were, some were training with siblings and and parents, but their energy was unbelievable at a time when, you know, all of us adults, our energy really, um, well, was rock bottom, I'd say.
2: Yeah, exactly. I think that, I think that I tapped into. I, I dabbled in in beach body coaching for a little while, and I I was adept with um, online coaching and online um, motivation. And so I just really tapped into what I knew about that, and and really just transformed that into our our girls gone gazelle virtual group. And um, I had another coach friend of mine, Coach Glenna, and she, her and I just really pushed hard and. Um, we were just connected with everyone. Well, it was, it was really amazing to watch. And I so
0: looked forward to seeing the girls photos each week, um, and just seeing what they, what they got up to now it's 2021. We're still in a pandemic. You saw have the pandemic up in Cape Breton, right?
2: Yes. We
0: are. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not laughing at that. I'm just finding an opportunity to keep you talking. So I know you're still there. Uh, yes, I'm so here. Yeah. We we, um, we want to do this again, uh, bring the gazelles to, to Cape Breton this spring. Um, do you think we will be able to find a way to utilize your amazing virtual coaching or do you think we'll have an opportunity um, to get some in-person coaching and, and not too specific because you and I are
2: going to talk about this offline, but
0: you know, it's a second year and yeah. I know those girls sure would like to, to come together and run. Yeah.
2: I, I see opportunity for us here in Cape Breton, especially where our numbers are so incredibly low to have some in-person training possibilities. Yeah. Um, I just, I think that we've had our full hockey season. We haven't had many interruptions and we've had groups of kids together year. So I think that that's a very socially acceptable thing right now. And I think that yeah. everyone would yeah. be game for that. Yeah.
0: And, and, and to be sure our, um, even here down in, in the city, there are sporting groups that are able to do training. The problem is we've kind of had that accordion um, at least, you know, of, of higher numbers can, can work out together and then less. So that's anyway, right. we'll figure out, we'll figure out a way to do it that is completely within the, the best recommendations. Um, for sure. That's pretty pretty exciting. Um, I think, boy, just, just getting together and running would be amazing. Well, would be just great though. I have to say we were lucky enough last year, um, that the restrictions were lifted and we were able to have a socially distant, but an actual event and seeing the girls running together was so cool. So at a minimum, I'm looking forward to coming up and, and looking at all of your hard work come to completion. Um, will coach Glenna help you again this year?
2: Yes, she's definitely on board again. And I have a funny feeling that our group is going to grow a little bit more because uh, people saw how successful it was and how much the girls enjoyed it, how much they learned from it, uh, despite all the restrictions. Yeah, totally.
0: The fact that you were able to have girls um, that completed it, that thought it was fun. uh, You know, they talked to other girls, but just it's going to be so much more fun in person. So I'm I'm super excited, and and Coach Shana, um, you know uh, that one of the Soul Sisters' favorite taglines is to be the inspiration, and you live that. You are an inspiration. You are you're absolutely a leader in your community, and, and you share what you're passionate about, which is, I mean, that's what I would hope for for everyone. But not everyone is able to do that. Um, so because of you living that, um, we're going to have our first uh, Girls Gone Gazelle chapter in leader Saskatoon, um, which Saskatchewan, sorry. Oh my God. I, That's I awesome. am Canadian, <laughs> yeah. but, but I always do that because the first place I learned was Saskatoon. I apologize everybody. Um, but our first out of province girls Gangazelle group, because you showed me it absolutely can be done. Yeah. So I hope you're, I hope you're proud of yourself because you're not just influencing the girls in your community. You're doing it, very far outside of ours. So thank you um, for being willing to have a girls' gazelle chapter. And then I really look forward to this year and and getting back to almost a normal training. Absolutely. Um, thank you for that. Uh, well, soul sisters, there you have it. Two conversations with two different coaches in two different provinces that are going to be bringing Girls Gone Gazelle to their communities in Leader, Saskatchewan, and in Cape Breton. Now, that might make you wonder what's happening with the Dartmouth program. I'm going to be announcing uh, very shortly a couple of one-off events that we're going to be having to expose our local gazelles to some new fun things um, outside of running, though we'll talk a little bit about running I mean, And our training, I'm very optimistic, will resume in person this fall. I'm just not comfortable here in um, Halifax offering that at this time. So stay tuned. We're gonna have gazelles popping up all over the place. And if you're in a community, you're a confident runner, um, maybe you're not a confident coach yet, that's okay. But if you're a runner that thinks, I'm a runner, I love running, I'd like to share it, well, actually, I would love to share it, then please reach out to me. On the website, the Girls Gone Gazelle uh, website, or our Facebook page, or our Instagram, and you can ask me questions. And if you think maybe you'd like to bring it to your community, I'm sure I'm going to encourage you to do that because there's nothing that I want more than getting every girl possible to live, to believe, to wear the shirt that says, "I don't chase boys, I pass them." So, Girls Gone Gazelle is an awesome invigorating confidence club that it belongs in your community so feel free to reach out to me and to everyone listening until we speak again remember be the inspiration